0: It is what's brewing here on the Black and Gold Productions LLC network. It is yet another episode of What's Brewing, brought to you here by FanDuel. Go to FanDuel.com/Boston and claim your two hundred dollars in welcome bonuses. As always, I am joined by Mike Sullivan, my co-host over there. Mike, how are you today? You, you pumped with this three-one series lead we've got?
1: Oh my god! Uh, I don't know if I've been so nervous for a first-round matchup, uh, game three, game four, in so long. They look they looked good that game four, though. They finally look like they're back uh, playing Bruins hockey.
0: So we were doing the pregame show on Friday, and right as we were about to, to exit, Jeremy jumping in. What's up, fellas? What's up, Jeremy? What's up, Definitely Jeremy? We get some uh, some more comments and, and questions popping in here. Uh, but you, we have Mark on the show. And right as we were getting ready to sign off, all of a sudden, poof, David Krejci missing the game. And we didn't know what the fuck was going on.
1: We still don't really know what's going
0: on. <laughs> uh, then we saw the lineups, Trent Frederick with Felino and Taylor Hall. You got Coyle, Zaka down the middle, No sick on the fourth line. What do you think of the lineup? <laughs> I mean,
1: it worked out. Um it's so weird because this team doesn't seem to skip a beat. No matter who's out, no matter who they're missing, no matter what line combinations Jim Montgomery decides to throw out there, that it,
0: that, that game two was a missed beat for sure. They missed a oh, lot of yeah, two.
1: yeah. Game game two was different. I don't know what team that was, but speaking of, of like the with the Krejci and the Bergeron injuries, it's like it's like no matter who fills into those roles that are that are missing, it, it's it's like not a challenge
0: for anybody. It's it's wild. I mean, think about it. First line center, Charlie Coyle. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I, I mean, nothing against Charlie Coyle. That just doesn't right. sound right. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. <laughs> but, I mean, you you reestablish that, that Zaka Bertuzzi-Pasternak line, which I, I really view that as our number one line right now. Let's be real. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's far and away our number one line. But I love the mix, you know, putting Coyle with the Bruskin-Marshan, the physicality, two-way defensive you know, abilities that Coyle's shown this year really is a solid fill-in. Obviously, no one's replacing Patrice Bergeron, but right. as far as the two-way game, responsible, um, you know, going to play both ends of the ice equally hard, if not favoring the defensive zone, just to let Marsh and DeBrusque do their thing in the O-zone. I think Coyle's a, a much better fit than Zaka up there. Not that Zaka was bad. I mean, if you have David Krejci and, and you're putting, you know, Bertuzzi and Pasternak, on the wings of David Krejci, that's not a bad line. I just think that you know Krejci, the the Pasternak Bertuzzi chemistry. Holy shit! Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> you know, I, I I not that I didn't want him before, but I definitely want them to bring back Bertuzzi for next year. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I do too. I look at that as a almost as a must do if. Bergeron and Marshan and Felino all leave. And, and yes, yeah. I'm including Felino in that because one thing that Nick Felino has gone completely under the radar for was remember how many people were ready to just dump him at the beginning of the year. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, I was one of them. <laughs> I am out shitting all over him, all these things. I mean, this guy is showing what a true leader in the locker room can, can mean. You don't have Bergeron. He's not even in the fucking state. Berserker right. was not in the state, and yeah, Krejci was there. But you know, Krejci's not the same type of leader. He's he's more of a, a lead by doing kind of leader, and and yet somehow with Felino in the locker room on the ice, Felino and holy shit, the maturation of Brad Marchand.
1: Yeah. You know, well, yeah. Who is this?
0: <laughs> you know, there was um, I, I can't remember if it was last last night or the game before but there was just a, a a part where he was just standing there talking to the referee literally looked like it was Patrice Bergeron talking to the referee just going explain this to me what yeah. this is what happened that like walk me through it. and and I'm sitting here I'm like normally he's like flailing his arms you know screaming and swearing like this is a new Brad Marchand
1: yeah <laughs> i think he i think he understands um you know with guys like Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci both out of the lineup he's would he be the oldest on the team without those guys? Um <laughs> I th- I th- well outside I, I yeah, of Felino too.
0: I was gonna say, I think age-wise Felino is. Um now, now you got me, I gotta double check.
1: Yeah, um, but either way, I mean he's he's, he's, he's taking the role. Yeah, he's he's taking the role of that leader essentially. So he's I think he understands that and he's reeling it in and he's not getting baited into into situations where Radko Gutis has just given him a business for 30 straight seconds. And he nor- normally you would see him, you know, retaliate against that or give a, give him like a little hack in the back of the legs. But I think he knows that right now he's, he's one of the main leaders on this team and he needs to kind of lead by example.
0: Yeah. You got Bergeron who's 37, Crecci's 36, Felino's 35 and Brad Marchand at 34. And then you've got mm-hmm. Hall, Hathaway and Orlov all who are 31. Everyone, Else is 30 or younger, which is mm. which is also in a testament to how young the team is. Yeah, like that, that's yeah. another thing. Uh, Abby also mentioning, remember how some Bruins fans were shitting all over Taylor Hall all season and he shows up when it matters now. Uh yeah, yeah Taylor Hall's another one. I mean, I'm glad they've got him signed. Um I, I just I don't know. Taylor Hall's interesting, he wants to yeah. be here. He makes a lot of money, but he's not complaining about his role. And it fits so perfect. Because if you think about it, if you're able to bring back Bertuzzi next year, you know you're gonna have Marchand, Bertuzzi, and Hall down the left side. You're gonna have Debrusk, uh you're gonna have Debrusque, Pasternak, and probably Lysel down the right side. Yep. Yeah,
1: I agree. I think Lysel's coming up next season, regardless.
0: I mean, who else would you have on that right side? um frederick i guess no. i see, see yeah, I, I I would, he, would he, love he, to see freddie slide over to that fourth line center next year if you can bring him back
1: me too me too and it's uh, it's it's, it's kind of cool because you can he makes a case for that third line a third line role. i mean you almost put 20 in this year um but if burrs are on a crate you don't return you're gonna have to make some lineup adjustments and some players are gonna have to switch up their roles oh,
0: and they're absolutely. just gonna have to accept it um and, and Abby also pointing out All Mark has more penalty <laughs> minutes than Brad Marsh right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I will uh, speaking of penalty minutes though, the PIMS, I'm glad we have not seen AJ Greer because yes. he has been a liability to cause penalties all season long. And while he brings a lot to the table as far as the fight, the youth, and, and all those things, uh I mean. Jacob Laoco is doing the fantastic job and he's drawing more penalties. Um, I, go ahead. Sorry.
1: No, I was just going to say, I love Lauco being in this lineup. Um, He, he brings certain things that like you just said, like drawing penalties. His defensive game is good. And the energy he brings too. it's, it's almost at the same level as oh, AJ so. Greer brings energy wise, but Lauco is a much better overall player than AJ Greer.
0: I think so. And, and yeah. I think ceiling is probably a little higher too, but, uh, yeah. Edited on YouTube has a, a great question here. Should Bergeron play tomorrow, Wednesday? Uh, I think is what he means, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. Or should he keep resting? Uh, he says personally, I think keeping him out is better. Let's him rest. Uh,
1: I say keep. I say keep him out of the lineup, even if he thinks he's good to go. Keep him out of the lineup for Game Five. You got a three-one series lead. Um, you're going back home, and you no, just saw. Right. You leaving him out of the lineup too. I say so, yeah. I mean, this team I'm this team has a three one series lead without those guys. Um, they just beat Florida yesterday, what, six to two without either of them in the lineup? And they played great. Um, if now if the series was tied heading back to Boston, it's all completely different story.
0: Completely you, different story. Are you going with Allmark on Wednesday? I go after sway how the game ended. After how the game ended, the 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 brawl there with Kachuk, yeah. You,
1: you're going Swayman. I say I say go Sway. Um, he's been iced for what four games now. Um, yeah, yeah. Just get right. him, get him some minutes. Yeah, get him some minutes. Not not minutes. Get him a full game. Let him get some game action. Um, give Olmark a little one game break, and then if things go to plan, round two start Olmark again.
0: Uh let's see. Oh my mama and papa bear say hello. Great to hello, join hello. you Great to have you with us as well. Um and then she says, uh doesn't appear or doesn't depend on their physical injuries, keep them both out. Um here's here's where I stand on it. I, I agree with you. I would leave both Crachy, actually, I would leave Craichie, Bergeron, and Allmark out of the lineup because of how last game ended, because sure. of Matt Kachuk. Because this Panthers team, between Kachuk and Gudis and everybody else on there, when they get cornered, they get dirty. Yeah. I mean, we all saw that cross check to the, the to the kidney, essentially, of Garnett Hathaway. Yeah. I mean, someone's going to be putting a bounty out on Matt Kachuk pretty soon if he. That <laughs> <year> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You know, some crack. some random guy from Southie is going to cash in on that bounty. <laughs> <laughs> Like I, it, but it was un- it was completely unnecessary. Came out of nowhere, knocked him down, it, and it takes a yeah. lot to knock that guy down.
2: Yeah, Let's,
0: we've seen it when he was with Washington, and and it was just a dirty play. Like it, it was completely unnecessary, completely avoidable. Like I get it if it, if it was like a you know mid play can't stop whatever you know what I mean. Like there are some yeah. plays you know where like the the DeBrusque get catching the puck up by the head. You know, nobody's fault. It happens. Sucks. You know, glad they were able to get him back in the same game, you know, but like, or there was the, um, the high stick in the, uh, I think it was the New York Islanders Carolina game that the stick just kind of gets brought up and whacks the guy in the face. Yeah. Like it happens, but that is completely avoidable. And, and for that reason, like, go ahead, play Swayman you're up 3-1, you're home, you have the advantage of last change, and roll these same lines out, barring anybody else being majorly hurt, roll the same lines out. Um, You know, you could make the case that you could put Greer in for Hathaway if he's still kind of feeling it, but you have that extra day of rest with the travel, so you, you probably don't have to. I would still lean towards Hathaway, but barring him sitting there going, I just can't go. Then, then I would leave them in.
1: I mean, there is kind of the aspect, too, of the, ser- like the series isn't over yet. There's Obviously, it's not over until it's over. So there is that aspect of if you kind of go with a B squad almost in game five and you lose that game, all of a sudden, are you a little bit nervous about Florida kind of catching
0: some energy and catching some momentum heading back to Florida? No, and here's why. I'll give you two reasons. Their names are Alex Lyon and Sergei Bobrovsky. Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. This the second they pulled Lion and they put Bobroski in the game. Yeah. I immediately thought to myself, "Great, who starts next game?" And how is it not Sergei Bobrovsky? Yep. And how in the fuck can you go back to Alex Lion?
1: You can't.
0: You can't. <laughs> exactly. And right yeah. now you look at it and you go, "They need to." Alex Lion was their better chance, and I get getting Bobrovsky time. But if you start Bobrovsky the way they did in game four, he's your guy now. Yeah. You can't go back. Now, it's a little different if, like, they were getting Spencer Knight back and that was just kind of the, the way it was for a little while. Because then you can flip it over to Spencer Knight. We're, like, we're, we're seeing that kind of thing happen with the Devils yeah. in the series. You and I were talking about it before we came on. Now they're switching the net over from Vitek Vanacek over to uh, that new kid, Schmid. Yep. And hopefully he gets them back in the series. You know, we saw um, uh, Edmonton. They made the goalie change. They were down 3-0 the other night. Down 3-0. They switch over to Skinner, uh, switch from Skinner to Jack Campbell of all goaltenders, and they come yeah. back and win the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It can be done. But if you're Edmonton, you're going right back to Stuart Skinner. That was not a we're giving up on you. That was a we need to jolt this team. And we've seen – uh, Monty, do that during the season. This is a this would be a hey, we don't want you to get hurt, <laughs> they will target yeah. you, and it's been proven. And we don't want you getting thrown out of any more games,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> the 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 it's too big of a risk. I mean, I would understand why they still roll with those guys, but at the same time, like you said, the end of last game when they when Florida knows they're about to lose, or if they're put into a corner. They're just going to start taking runs at guys. And especially if they know their season is about to end, they're not going to care. And they're just going to take
0: runs. Of the three, I'd leave Allmark in simply mm-hmm. because clearly he's proven he don't care. He'll handle yeah. it himself.
1: He'll fight I, if he wants to.
0: I don't want to see Bergeron targeted. I don't want to see Krejci targeted. I want to see no. them come back in and be fresh. Yes. Those are the guys I'm more worried about. And with the offense that you guys have been able to produce, you can sit there and go, listen, Omar, keep us in this game. We go out, we get a 3-4 goal lead, and it's just going to be the fourth and third line the rest of the fucking night. Yeah. Take the hits, dish them back. Who fucking cares? Let's get out of here with the dub. Send them home. Have a nice day. Kick their ass on the scoreboard, as they say. Yeah. Um. Where was it? Let's see. Edited right here. Coyle was incredible at the dot. He was good. Thomas no was amazing, too. Yeah. Um, I didn't now I got to check because I'm pretty sure Trent Frederick had a pretty good day at the dot himself like uh, for someone who's not like a face-off guy he's played Mm -hmm. so much at the wing um I got to check now
1: so actually actually with so this is kind of random and and circling back to something earlier but about Krejci yeah uh, Steve Conroy who works for the Boston he works for the Boston Herald and covers the Bruins um he said that he believes it's some sort of arm or elbow injury to Krejci.
0: Yeah, I, I would believe that based on how he was playing Yeah. Um, when he was in the lineup. So I, I would definitely leave him out for now as much as you can. Um, yeah. There was face-offs. I'm trying to look at the game summary here.
1: Oh, but, for, for game four?
0: Yeah. I um, I'm... Oh, wait, hold on. Frederick was—he didn't take any face-offs. Felino took him.
2: Oh, okay, okay,
0: okay. I, I okay, I remember seeing Felino in the dot, but you had Coil. Coil was thirty-one uh, percent. Zaka was forty-six percent. Hathaway took one draw and won it. He was a hundred percent. And Thomas Noshik was fifty percent. Um. I mean the face off thought has not been as bad of a problem as people were making it out. Game 2 was bad across the board. Uh Tommy's yeah. question, isn't this what the Panthers want? They want a 3-1 deficit? That's or they point. want us questioning like questioning our lineup. That's what I, I that's what I think what he meant was like yeah. they want us wondering what goaltender to play, you know, should we keep these guys out? Um right now what they want is to win a game. They need to win yeah. a game. Um let's see. Abby says Kachuk during a Kachuk interview that night, he was saying halfway dove and was pretending to draw a penalty. We all saw the tape. Taped do yeah. Uh, we all know what Paul Maurice can do to a team down one down one three. Um, I'm not worried about it. I'm just I'm, I'm not, not with this team. All Mark would be better in my opinion. They can't solve them, and that's frustrating them so much. Yeah, but at the I'm same time. time- if you're Monty, just go into that goaltending room and be like, Bob, flip a coin, let me know who who's going. <laughs> in. Literally. He could play either
1: one. I won't be upset if Almark plays, but I understand the argument here of, of why risk an injury to him You know, when right. the and series I, is
0: basically over. And I wouldn't be upset if he plays. Let me, right. let, me, yeah. let, me, let me put that out there. I would not be upset if he plays. Right. Uh, but as Jeremy said, they never should have put Bro- Brobroski in. It, it, it's not going to be the same if you go to Swayman. It's, it's just not. No. Um, do you think that Sway has the same technical play as Olmark?
1: I don't know. Olmark is very – this year he's very um, – he's just – how do I explain it? He's very square to the puck at all times. He's yes. always in position. Swayman is a little
0: slippery. Swayman has a little <laughs> less rebound control.
1: Yes, yes,
0: yes. And and he's working on it. It's significantly better than it was. But this yeah. is also the difference between a goaltender who's, what, 24, 20, 23, 24 years old and a guy who's 28. Like those extra years, like that's what you're going to get. And right. and if you want to see two goaltenders who play con- two completely different styles, literally side-by-side side compare Tim Thomas and Tuka Rask. Because right now what you're getting is more of the Tuka Rask style where – like, we literally saw the first time, I think, ever in a Boston uniform, Linus Omar have to dive and go horizontal from oh. one side of the goal to the other to make a save. First That's time I think I've ever seen him do it. Fucking hell of a save. Oh, my but God. Why, but why did he have to make that save? He had to respect the shot so much, but he knew the pass option was there, and he knew in the back of his head if I force the pass – I can get over there. Yeah, he's as as athletic as you can possibly be. That's how that save is made. But he was in position for the shot. That's why the save was necessary. Yeah, and and that was a breakdown on defense. It really was, you know, because if someone's covering him back door, Omar stops the shot. And as long as he doesn't give up a bad rebound, middle of the ice, or deflect it over to the guy cutting in on the backside, then it's not a goal. Yeah. And, and it's fine. And he doesn't have to dive across, you know? And, and that's the same type of save. Like, if Tuka Rask was in that position, he would have just slid from one side to the other. <laughs> yeah. He would have just slid. He would have just so. moseyed on over. It just... <laughs> um. Let's see. Tommy says, I'm getting Scott Walker vibes. <laughs> uh, can we just lay out Kachuk, please? Yeah. Um, you Not know what? I did. He, he he did. You know what? Go ahead. Throw yeah. AJ Greer in there and just say, you know what? Take him out. Call it a day. Take your misconduct. Have a seat. <laughs> that's what you have AJ Greer for. Yeah, basically. But we don't advocate for people to get targeted,
1: right? Right. No, never.
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: target him, but do it clean.
0: Yeah. Go for that. Checking in live from Florida. Oh, oh is that oh, is that Francisco I think that's Nick Tedesco. Yeah. Nicky, what's up? What's up, Nick? The Bruins are going to lock this thing up Wednesday night. I think okay. so. I, I, I all the momentum is on their side. There's no reason for them not to. Yeah. Um,
1: I also think I, I think Florida knows that they're dead in the water. I don't think they have any
0: hope, honestly. Like their biggest move right now is going back to Alex Lyon in net.
1: And if if Aaron Ekblad is still not in the lineup, they're they're toast. They're, they're toast. Done.
0: They're done. They're done. Yeah. Yeah. um there was another comment up here back when we were talking about it jeremy asked the question is like a lock
1: a lock uh, for next year i think he means for next season uh okay. i don't know if i would say a lock but i would say he's i would put it at like 70 percent he's definitely going to be playing every preseason game um and they might give him a couple a couple games in in the beginning of the season and if he looks good then they keep him for sure but as of now, I'd say probably about seventy to seventy-five percent chance that he's he's in the lineup.
0: Yeah i I don't know if he's a lock for even next season right away. Um, mm-hmm. there there's gonna be a lot that tells you because you've got other guys like Oscar Steen still under contract for next year. McLaughlin is a restricted free agent. Um, <clears throat> then you have. Um, uh, let's see who else you have on the on the right side. Obviously, DeBrusque, Pasternak. Like you're not going to put Fabian Lysel in a bottom six role. So right. that means now you're bumping Jake DeBrusque down. Well, not sure. you 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 can see him on the third line to start. Who Lysel? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think they want to play him there. That's the thing. Fair. And with with his skill set, do you want to? I mean, Taylor Hall's playing third line right now. I know, but Fabian Lysell is not Taylor Hall. Mm. Well, yeah, true. You know? Um, Let's see. Abby says, I think we all know Tampa and the Leafs are going to go to game seven. Yeah. I don't think so.
1: Really? I do. I do.
0: Think about it. Tampa Bay is down their top two defensemen still. Mm. Yeah, that's
1: true. Chernak and uh, Hedman.
0: Yeah, Chernak and Hedman, they're both out. They're going to be, and they're not going to be 100% when they do come back. Mm -hmm. um they've they've been able to beat vasilevsky and i think some of that is is the guys played over 80 straight games you know like he he played every fucking game for them this year if i'm not mistaken Yep. so he's getting tired that's the thing
1: too yeah he's i think i i heard some stat today some crazy stat um vasilevsky has played 80 something playoff games in a row and he's second only behind martin brodeur
0: that wouldn't surprise me.
1: No, that, that's an insane right. workload.
0: Right. And without Hedman and Chernak, and, you know, it, it just, they're, the whole team is tired. Mm-hmm. The whole team is tired. I think they get one more. I, I think Toronto in six is the right way to go right now for that. Um, Toronto is, they're, they're finding themselves. Um, I, I don't see them getting past the second round. So if that helps, there you go. Um, I just – I I get it. I want to say 7-2 because you can't count Tampa Bay out. But until Hedman and Chernak come back, I can't see it. I just can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeremy is asking, can Greer keep his cool until the time is right is the question. Um, that's the thing is – yeah, it'd be nice to see Greer come into the lineup and and kind of go one on one with Kachuk. Um, and, and I like this comment edited on YouTube: Kachuk is making Marshan look like Bergeron out there. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's true. true. <clears throat> it's so true. That's the thing. Yeah. And you know what? To to the question about AJ Greer keeping his cool, I'm not sure. And for that reason, I would leave him out of the lineup. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeremy says, I'd like to see Lauko or Steen get the first shot in the top nine. Are you referring to next season? Because um, I think Lauko, I think next season, you're really seeing a good case for a young third line next year, a young fourth line next year, that yeah. I think you're going to see Lauko and Frederick both on.
1: I do too. I believe so. I mean, I think Lauko has earned a spot into the lineup more than anybody. Oscar Steen. I mean, I don't know why, but he's never really done it for me. He's never stuck out that much to me. I, I like. I'd rather see Lysel over Steen for sure.
0: Like I I, 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 could genuinely see a line next year, especially with how much Frederick has played on the right side. Mm-hmm. Lauco Beecher Frederick.
1: Yeah, like I wouldn't. I, I would not mind that at all. I think, especially if if this season, um, if this team goes on a deep, deep run, like we all expect them to and you see the older guys kind of ride off into the sunset next year should revolve around a lot of young talent being integrated into the lineup and, and just getting that time with the big guys.
0: Absolutely. And I think one thing that we're seeing right now is a little bit of a glimpse into the future. Yes. Uh, what This team will look like once you have none of those bigger names, uh, mama and papa bear asking, did you catch Martian's take on the hot mics comment?
1: I did. I did. <laughs> what did you think of that? They're invading our face. I I kind of understand where you're talking about when he he said that he thinks that the uh, the mics have gone a little too far, right? That's that's yeah. kind of okay. So I understand where he's coming from, and it makes sense because sometimes I'm I'm sure of it. Sometimes the things that they say on the ice, if it got out into the public atmosphere would not go over well, especially in this, in this era of, you know, um, people getting offended easily. Um, I understand where he's coming from, but it's, it's, it's pure entertainment for, for the viewers. Um, I don't know. What, do, what did you I, think?
0: I see both sides of it. Yeah. Because as fans, like, yeah, we want that interaction. We want to know and we want to hear and stuff, but like, I mentioned on, I think it was Friday when we had Mark on, we had Zach's and on a couple of our shows before on, on our, on our old network. Yeah. And like, yeah, we were talking about some of the chirps and, and stuff like that. Some of the funnier ones, like the one he had mentioned, you know, nice shot. Does not come in men's, you know, things like yeah. that, you know, but there <laughs> are definitely other ones where you just sit there and you're like, uh, okay. Uh, not for public ears, not for right. children's ears i mean you could catch on the hot mic you know everything (laughs) and these guys aren't exactly holding back the fuck yous (laughs) right exactly and it's like and the stuff that's said
1: on the ice it's it's mainly to just get under the other person's skin they don't necessarily mean everything that they say it's it's supposed to be agitative
0: Right, right. And, and, and that's why and... you see a guy like Thomas Noshik sitting there going, yep, go ahead, keep doing it. Because he's saying, listen, I know it's all words. Fuck off. Go away. Keep talking. Look at the – he's literally saying, look at the scoreboard. Yeah, he's, he's literally talking. just gone. <laughs> talking. Look at the scoreboard. Look at where it matters. This doesn't matter to me. Go away. Yeah, yeah. That's him saying it right back to him. hes He's just not doing it in a verbal manner so exactly exactly I, I see both sides of it um i just wish I, I wish we could have that content and not have people have a stick so far up the uh, their ass that it gets taken so far out of context.
1: like unless unless somebody says something derogatory
0: like um i think, I think the comment that has caught the most attention i can't remember if it was kachuk it was or kachuk i think it was kachuk refer yeah. to someone's wife as a whore or something like that where yes. it's like um unless we're getting into the whole eric carlson situation right like unless something like that is going on and more often than not that kind of thing is more known than than it should be anyway right
1: and, and like even with the kachuk comments right uh you saw people on the internet kind of get upset over it, and, and I'm not going to get mad at those people for getting mad at it because I understand that's to some people it's insensitive. But but your reaction is exactly what Kachuk wants to get out of the Bruins. Exactly. So, so exactly. what he's doing, it's working against you, hundred
0: like, percent. Here, yeah. And obviously, let me ask you this: What's Thomas Notchek's wife think about it? Probably doesn't even care. Exactly. Fuck right. you. We're going to beat you on the ice. Have fun playing golf this summer. Right, we're gonna have the cup. Go away. Right, if, and if that's her answer, then everybody else shut the fuck up. Yes, because it's it's not for you to get offended by. It's yeah. it's for her to get offended by because it's directed towards her. Right, but, exactly. You know, I, I, but the part that I get is it's a hot mic and kids are watching.
1: Yeah, yeah. You don't want to hear a kid. You don't want a kid to hear what Kachuk said. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, Daddy, what's a whore? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so you know what's happening. Nick mentioned though that 80 percent of the the fans yesterday were Bruins fans. There are two Panthers behind him saying that apparently we're going to get crushed in the next round. All right, um, buddy. Uh, all right. <laughs> Let's see. DK scores goals. I know you all have already touched on it already, but Linus Olmark has the largest sets of nuts in the league. True, so he does. And then it says his five hole is covered to buy his. Team. <laughs> <laughs> How is that awesome? That's Mark awesome. What's up, Mark? As well. Um, edited says check team plus a few North American players <laughs> next season. Sounds pretty accurate. Yeah, basically. Uh, Abby jumping in. Hypothetically, if we play Tampa or the Leafs, what is one player if they lose is detrimental to their team? So you're uh, saying
1: if one player on Tampa or Toronto, if they got hurt? Is that what they're saying? If they got hurt. Would it clarify have, that
0: for us Abby if you don't mind uh, I definitely
1: want Tampa to come back is, to that one though what is the one player if they lose is detrimental to their team I think she's saying um,
0: Wait, if if if, if, Tampa, if we play Tampa who would be detrimental for us to lose I think maybe it's either I, us I, or them I hope she's still watching and she could clarify because I, I definitely want to come back to this one we got a lot of to. comments to get caught up on here too so Jeremy says, yes, everything is next season when we're talking about the young guys. Marked in the house for sure. Brandon Felino gives me a buddy. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Beavis and butthead voice. (laughs) Chris said hot mic. I think the wives probably get chirped more than the players themselves do, to be honest. Probably. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. I smelled something and had to find out what's brewing over here. Nice. (laughs) everything's brewing over here uh yep that's the comment i heard too talking about the no six wife there they need to go pay-per-view with full mics that actually is not a bad idea
1: yes if you want it that bad and you don't care what's said then you subscribe to it and and you get full access to it only tough part about that is i'm sure people would screen record some things and then put it out
0: on the internet anyways
1: so you're gonna hear it
0: yes but Um, as a parent, that's up to you to pay attention to what your kid's doing online. True. There we go. That's where I would, that's where I would put it. If, and if you're going to subscribe to that pay-per-view, then you can't complain that it's being said period. Right. Yeah. Um, with his, with this kids is my opinion off limits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, the kids can't defend themselves. I I think, um, going after the family in that sense. Yes. Um, yeah, just, just uh
1: there you go nick as, you, as long as the chirps don't get literally extremely personal you know what i mean if it's not a yeah. sh- like against right, right against people in your family
0: like other and than I, yourself i think like sitting there going oh your wife's a whore okay fine like yeah that 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 is it, it's approaching the line for sure yes yeah, no yeah, doubt you're, about it. you're right at the line <laughs> you're right at the uh, line I, I think we all know where the line really truly is though, and that mm. is like this like the things that can be controlled. Like for instance, I think we can all safely assume Thomas Noshik's wife not a whore. Probably not. Probably not. And and it's just a trash talk. And Nick right. says trash talk should stay on the ice. Networks need to do better about killing hot mics. Some of also that is sure. on the network for sure. I like yeah. the pay per view option uh, that was mentioned above. Because then those who want the content can get it. Um, I wonder. I wonder how many people would subscribe to that though. I, I probably more than you think, mm-hmm. because I think some people would do it just so they could complain about it. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> uh, um. Yes. If they get hurt, um, Jeremy is saying Hedman and Marner or O'Reilly. Headman's already hurt. That's the thing. I don't see Tampa getting past this first round. Um. Oh, okay. Well, for Tampa, Vasilevsky. Yeah. Well, I mean, if if Tampa is able to advance, it's because solely of Andre Vasilevsky and Braden Point.
1: Yes. And yes. Braden Point, who almost missed today. He he was yeah. skating, so. It sounds did like you, he's
2: in.
0: Did I you see that though? No, I haven't. Oh my god, far.
1: he got it wrecked. Like
0: it it sounds like he's in. So I, yeah. Abby says either goaltender. The problem is um, – there we go. Got to click the damn thing. Uh, Either goaltenders. The problem is is uh, Toronto doesn't have one. Right.
1: I would (laughs) say maybe for Toronto, uh, maybe O'Reilly, just because he's that X factor for them, I feel like. He's bringing that extra, extra experience and grit to that lineup that they've been missing and determination too. Like, you could say Matthews, but, like, whatever. Marner. sure. Is it Morgan
0: Riley they have on defense?
1: Yes, and then nobody else.
0: I was going to say, I'd go Morgan Riley because once you get rid of Morgan Riley on that defense, any semblance – like, think about it. We roll McAvoy and Lindholm and Orlov out there the whole fucking game. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They can only put uh, Morgan Riley on the ice – for like 25, 28 minutes. Otherwise, yeah. they're porked. So, I I would say that DK uh, mentions I'd like to see the hot mic stuff safe for behind the B series with approval from players after they review and That's, okay, but actually gets put in. That'd be fine. Uh, that works. Um, there'd probably be a lot more beeps on behind the B, but <laughs> hey, you know, edited version of that too. So behind behind the beep. <laughs> Yeah, right. That's a new for them. uh, theme song for game 4 insane in the membrane. Uh, could you imagine Tyler saying in comments towards diddling the players wives? <laughs> Again, we're um, now approaching Eric Carlson territory. So, you know, but, but if you have a good team, then you don't have to worry about what your team is saying on the bench. Are you really that concerned like Think about it. That's what's being thrown at Noshik and all he's doing. He hasn't – he didn't say a, a fucking word. He just sat there and he went, go ahead, keep talking. It's only words. Shut up. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Like, he, he didn't have to say anything. The good team is going to look at you and go, scoreboard, my guy. Yeah. Scoreboard. That's all that matters. Um, Headman is playing apparently tonight and looks pretty good, according to Jeremy. Um, I, I, I didn't know if he was coming back tonight or not, but, yeah. Um, is Cernak in? Because if you can have one of those guys and still not not win the series. I, again, I, I could see them winning one more game. I just don't see them going seven and winning.
1: Um, is tonight's game in Tampa or Toronto? It okay. is. It's in Tampa. Okay. In. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. In. Tampa, yeah. in in Tampa, ooh, Devils with a lead too in the first period.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. I, I'm guessing Now's... it probably went back to Schmidt. Yeah, I, I can see Devils tying this one up at two, the series with Schmidt and that. I think that's that that move right there is going to make this more of a series than people give them credit for. Yeah, like, we're picking a lot of people were picking that series in seven, and now you're seeing why. Yep. <clears throat> the thing with Vanacek is. He would let in a soft goal, and then it would compound from there. Vanek's good, but he's not all that great. Yeah. Um, let's see. Mark said, by the way, Captain Day Off, thanks for busting out an article today. Awesome. Let's see. Did we have Orlov for any games against the Leafs? Ooh. Ooh, did we? I'd have to go back. I think we had him movie for one. Double I'm going track- try- so, yeah, I'm going
1: Riley. to check really Morgan, quick.
0: Morgan Riley is bad. Yes, he is. Yes, <laughs> he is. That's the thing. If, and that's the thing is he's their top defenseman. So Morgan Riley, as bad as he is, is their number one defenseman. And he goes down. What else do they have? Right. They got nothing. <laughs> Beth says, I would like to see Berge in game five, just to finish the Panthers off, which again, I understand the mentality, go out there, grab a couple goals quick. And if he's healthy enough, Go ahead, but I, I would say no. Hold him back. Let him. Let him rest.
1: Um, Orlov has played against the uh, the Leafs. It was it was yep. uh, one game. He had an assist. Uh, he was plus one, three shots on goal, two hits. Uh, he played about fourteen minutes. Uh, Abby said he was going the one that game that went to OT. Yep, yep. I think he assisted on the overtime winner. Actually, if I'm not.
0: Yeah, he, he did. Oh, he did. Yep. Okay, that's that. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, just real quick, uh, we were talking about the Devils. Akira Schmidt has a point eight four goals against average in his one game so far. So far. So far. <laughs> uh, Omar has a two point five five. To put it in perspective, as great as Olmark is playing, and, and I get it, Schmidt has only played one game, mm-hmm. but. 972 save percentage like he played a hell of a game
2: yeah
0: a hell of a game so i here's the question let's see oh abby's got a good question we'll start with hers does Forbort work best with orloff uh uh
1: maybe i mean what was it McAvoy yesterday
0: it was grismac uh lindholm carlo uh, and then four board on the left, Orlov on the right.
1: Yeah, I I mean the the way those D pairings shake up, ah, uh, how can you not like that?
0: I don't think it's a matter of Orlov works better with four board than anybody else. Mm-hmm. I think Orlov works better when he has third D pairing matchups. True, he's able to drive. He he's a defensive driver. Like mm-hmm. McAvoy drives the pair that he's on as great as Grizzly is, and um, comment here from Mama and Papa Bear, defensive plus offensive pair, sort of. It's it's the same kind of thing that you see with uh, Lindholm and Carlo. Orloff, McAvoy, and Lindholm, they are – they're defensemen, obviously, and they play defense very, very well. But they also look to move the puck the other direction as part of it. You know, it's almost the mindset of the best defense is a solid offense. So get the puck and move it up and get it in their zone quickly. What's the best track to do that? Whereas a guy like Fulbright, Carlo, you know, those guys, they sit there and they go, how can I prevent the puck from going in my net? Not how much can I advance it, but how much can I stop it? Not that that's a bad thing, but the guy who drives the pair is the one who wants to advance the puck. And and the difference with Grizz and uh, and McAvoy is McAvoy's the driver, but he knows that Grizz is the better puck handler, so he'll defer the drive to Grizzlick. Yeah. And and that's and, and they've done it for years, so they just have a chemistry of doing it that works. Yeah, not that they can't do it with other people,
1: but the matchups. It's like and, and they both understand each other so well. Um, exactly. they know what each other are gonna do. That's why they're when they play together. That's why they're one of the better deep pairings, not only on this team but it, statistically in the league.
0: Exactly correct in the entire league. They're right, one of the best pairings, and and that's why I, I know people don't want to keep Grizz around, but I would. Yeah, I would yeah. too. Because you can play him with McAvoy. You can play him with Carlo. You can play him on the third pair. He can slide up and down. <clears throat> I, I wouldn't overpay him, don't get me wrong, but I think right. he's got one year left on the deal. I, I'm good with it for now. Until he proves otherwise, leave it alone. Yeah. Um, Beth, with you on that. Paul has stepped up in the playoffs, seems to get better each game. His
1: goal yesterday was disgusting. Seven points
0: for Taylor yeah. Hall. Only Rupe Hints, Mitch Marner, and Leon Dryside will have more. Woo-hoo. Now, we've talked a little bit about some of the other series. Uh, New Jersey, the Rangers, uh, oh, we mentioned, we touched on Carolina. Right now, based off of the, the, the first round, so I know it's a very limited sample. Yeah. Right now, who's your consummate favorite? For the Bruins? In general. We'll go for the Bruins and then we'll go in general because it could be the same. Ooh. Uh, I would have to think about
1: this. Um... Spot for it, I know. I mean Taylor Hall having seven points. If he can keep up this production, he's making a pretty strong case for himself. Um, Omar hasn't played strong enough to put himself into consideration for the Conn Smythe. On the even team, just on,
0: even just on the Bruins by himself. Right. You, you, you wouldn't say that? Mm. Four games, two five five goals against nine two six save percentage, two hundred and thirty-six minutes, 135 see- saves, ten goals against.
1: No, I would. I would I'll still say, say Taylor Hall.
0: Throwing the statistics out there. Yeah,
1: I would still. I would still roll with Taylor Hall right now. Right now, probably Taylor Hall. Okay. For the league,
0: <clears throat> God for the league, I don't know. Jer- Jeremy's saying Leon and Allmark.
1: Leon has yeah. been playing unbelievable for Edmonton.
0: Tricycle nine points right now. Yeah. 23 t- uh, average twenty-three minutes and a half per game. He's shooting almost 30%. Like, dry sidles have a eh, hell of a postseason. How many of, of,
1: them, how many of those points are on the power play, though? Um, I'm willing to bet four or five.
0: I was going to say, yeah, they, they definitely have a lot. Yeah.
1: Which is it's not taking anything away, but... <laughs>
0: I think this is coming from your boy. Oh, this is Nick. <laughs> Uh, but bless your heart, Chris, for trying to do a podcast with Sully when you <laughs> on starting swimming on Wednesday. Oh, Mark looks like he could be a little bit banged up. Uh, um, <laughs> so you, you actually you tune in a little late, so join the party. Uh, <laughs> come on, man. Show sometime. We'll get something. What's brewing is something is brewing. Uh, mm-hmm. we'll get that one going. Um, yeah, I mean, if he's banged up. There's no need to play him, especially against yeah. the team that's going to target him this, this upcoming game here. Um, but if, if he wants to go, I wouldn't leave him out either.
1: I still say just go swimming just so he, he gets a little game action. You you created enough space in the series to kind of allow that.
0: Yeah, Abby points out if the power play keeps rolling in the playoffs, it will be huge for our run. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, Omar stole game one and stole the first period in game four he absolutely stole that first period yeah I will I will 100 percent agree with that Omar definitely played a huge role in game one wait when he made that head save was that was the game
1: still zero zero at that point yes
0: I think it was so. All right. yeah that's a I huge so. save Fuck. it was either one no or two one one oh or tied zero yeah because uh, I know it was early in the game. Nick, thanks for finally sharing. <laughs> uh, I think I think they're referring to the Omar looking banged up comment there. Um, yeah, I, I, again, I would most most of Drysidle's points are from the power play. Yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised, but he's having a hell of a postseason. He can't take that away, whether they're coming on the power play or not.
1: I love how he spelled Drysidle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, hey, you know, autocorrect is still a thing. So yeah, you
1: know. no, not not even roasting, not even roasting. It's just funny because we <laughs> both knew who he's still talking about.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, and, and I would, I'm gonna throw another name in there for you. When it comes to at least on the Bruins roster for a <laughs> uh, conversation, Tyler Bertuzzi. Yes, yes. Like I get it. He's only he's one point behind Taylor Hall. Don't get me wrong. But he averages almost—he actually exactly three minutes more, and he's got a game-winning goal. He's got more shots. He's—he's um, he's just been more involved, I think. And not that Taylor Hall hasn't been involved, but Bertuzzi is in the physical shit too. Yeah, and Taylor Hall is scoring, and he's doing a great job with it, but. Bertuzzi's doing a lot more when it comes to the back check, the four check, the physical, the fighting. He's got 26 penalty minutes. Like That's yeah. the other thing. is He's playing more. He's in the box a lot more. Taylor Hall hasn't taken a single penalty. And yet he's still on par, I would say, with Taylor Hall when it comes to point production. So at least he's in the conversation that that's that's all i'm trying to get at
1: so so leon drysdale has 4 points on the power play taylor hall has 1 point on the power play of his 7
0: wait what was that leon drysdale has 7 points no no 4 4, four. four on yep. the power play taylor, taylor hall has 1 oh uh, and that move that last yesterday was amazing to oh uh, uh, he pants bobrovsky it was that. so
1: good. It was so good. <laughs> he just Abby, looks – he looks so comfortable.
0: Abby says, you can't give the Oilers a power play. They can't score five on five often. That's true. 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 Uh, and then also add, Vertuzi doesn't seem like this is his first playoff appearance. Nope. It it really doesn't. Uh, <laughs> Nick jumping in. Sorry, boys. I was eating dinner when you started the show. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what financial hurdle? This is this is a great question, and and it's already getting bumped once. So let's leave this one up here. What financial hurdles will the Bruins have to jump through in order to extend both Bertuzzi and Orlov?
1: You're gonna have to move somebody. I mean, I don't think you move Hall. I don't think uh, if you can get if you can get Mike Riley off the books. If you can get, um. Uh, I mean, Dark Forbert, maybe. So I don't, I don't know, man. There's so many guys that you can move, but but it's I'm hesitant.
0: So right now, the, the, first of all, there's there's a couple ways, a couple angles you have to look at it at. Bertuzzi's mm-hmm. 28 years old. He makes 2.375 right now. All right. Uh, Dimitri Orlov is 31 and he makes 1.275. Okay um let's see real quick Jeremy but we'll cut we'll come right back to this he says how much does that factor in for you power play points versus five on five for Con Smythe
1: mm, I would say...
0: they, they all they... Count the same that's my argument right. they all count right. the same. that's the thing they do uh DK asked a good question do you cash in on zaka no uh bertuzzi and Orlov cost 12 mil minimum we'll come back to that. Mark mentioning a huge point here right now. You have a 4.3 million dollar penalty going into next season. Yeah. All right. Which means your salary cap. All right, let's let's just project that it goes up the one mil, 83.5. You are not working with 83.5. You are working with 4.3 million less than that. So you do not have as much room as you think you do. Right. All right. Let's immediately put that out there. Right now you're about you're supposed to have about 10-5. That's more like 6-2 right now. Yep. All right. And um no to Zaka we're going to need him. So Yes. I I I'm I'm in that camp. You keep Zaka. you you keep Zaka. Um at 31 years of age, I let Orlov walk. Yeah. yeah. I, I you give him the Curtis Lazar treatment. Thank you so much. You have a nice day. We were saying the same thing about Holla. What what do you mean? We were saying the same thing about Eric Holla as far as I
1: think the, I think he things. means cashing, cashing in on him, which here's, which with Holly. Yes.
0: Here's the difference. About seven years. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Seven years of age and azaka locked up long term for four years. And,
1: and you're gonna have a dire need for for center help in the in the coming years,
0: and he fills that role,
1: or helps I fill. Don't want role.
0: it either, but his value has to skyrocketed. Zaka, that's why you keep him. Right, his uh, his. Well, I mean, five years. Okay, so I said seven, five years. All right, but Hall has also bounced around a hell of a lot more. He did the Vegas thing. He's done the Florida thing. He's done the youth thing. Like also it, it's not the same. Also,
1: yes, Zaka's, um, uh, his value is skyrocketing, but that doesn't necessarily mean that this is the highest point that he'll ever be at. Maybe he's a, I mean, he's a young player. He might finally be catching his stride as a professional hockey player here with the Bruins,
0: keep him in the system and let him grow even higher. Right now it's looking like your number one line next year could be Zaka between Berger, uh, between Martian and Pasternak. I'm okay with that. I'll take that. Yeah, I, I would. I would rather it be Bertuzzi, Zaka, and Pasta, and I want to find a way to keep Bertuzzi. Now, that's the thing is, is he's at two point three seven five right now. He's twenty eight years old. What do you think he's going to want in the next next contract? This is a guy mm-hmm. who's going to be a Red Wing for life. I mean,
1: the way he's been playing here, maybe somewhere between three and a half and four and a half.
0: I think he's going to cost you a little bit more than that because of the really?
2: way.
1: Oh,
0: absolutely. Really? Oh, hundred percent. Guy's 28 years old. That's true. He's, he's, he's
1: kind of reaching his peak, not and his it, peak. It, he's it, reaching it, his, I uh, like his, um, um, naturally. yes, yes,
0: yeah, yes. He's hitting his prime as they would say prime. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. And he's 28, which means that a seven year contract, he'll be 35 when it ends. So what, what do you think? Like five to five and a half? I think you'll be able to get him because let's look at Sweeney's history too. Yep, this is a player who does not want to bounce around.
2: Right. So right. you
0: come at him with seven years; he's already listening. I think you can. I think you can get him around the five, five to five mark because he also is getting a taste for the first time ever of the playoffs, and he loves it.
1: Also, he's getting a taste for what the hockey culture in Boston is like compared to other and markets. he
0: loves it. Yes. If you can lock him up for 5-5 five, five, for seven years, you do that. You figure the rest out. And, and Mark pointing it out right here. A current roster player or two will be on the move for cap relief. 100%. It's oh, a matter yeah. of figuring out which ones. But you also got to remember that right now the ones that you can move are on the blue line.
1: Now, let me ask you this question. And I know he has a no movement clause, but would you be shocked if the Bruins somehow found a way to to move Taylor Hall?
0: I'd be shocked if he waived the no movement clause.
1: Right. Because Taylor Hall wants to be a Boston Bruin. Right, right. But you look at his contract; he's making what six mil. I would think. I would think they would try, and you because because automatically right there, you replace him with Bertuzzi. And I'm not saying I want this to happen, but in this hypothetical of us in the Bruins re-signing Bertuzzi, you've got to make some really tough decisions.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, and obviously you've got you've got pasta locked up, he's not going anywhere. Yep. I do sit here and I go, Well, given his age, it's gonna be blasphemous, but to your point, it's it's a tough decision to make. Yep. He's going to have a 15-team no-trade list.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's got two years left at six-one. If you don't have Patrice Bergeron, why not look to deal off Brad Marchand?
1: Mm, I don't even want to think about that. <laughs>
0: but yeah. Marchand is 34, and uh, Tyler Bertuzzi is 28.
1: Yeah. Yeah, fuck.
0: I, hey, I, it, uh, like you said, tough, tough decisions. Yeah. All right? But he's also an old 34. Right. Now, if Bergeron goes, does he even want to stay? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I just bought a Margie jersey. Hey, listen. I'm not <laughs> saying I like the idea of it.
1: Right. But if we're playing, if we're playing hypothetical GM and you're looking at it without any bias,
0: would you rather, let me ask you this over the next two seasons after double hip surgery, would you <laughs> rather pay a 34, 35, 36 year old Brad Marshan $6 million or a 28, 29, 30 year old Tyler Bertuzzi, $6 million.
1: Yeah, with no bias and taking my goggles off. It's, it's Bertuzzi. Also,
0: But see, that is is taking the goggles off. Dealing all before Martian. The problem is is the no-movement clauses. All right, You have to make sure that you are honoring those no-movement clauses. Martian's is easier to work around because there's more teams that are on it. Taylor Hall wants to be a Bruin. He's much less likely to to waive it. If If Bergeron doesn't come back, What's keeping Brad Marchand here other than wanting to be here? And that's not a problem. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not saying you go shop the guy around, but you you have to make these tough decisions if you want to be competitive over the long term.
1: Right. If you if you want to set this team up for success, you have to look at. Unfortunately, you have to look at these players as assets, and and it's a business decision. If you want to set this team up for success in the future brown marshall is a guy who still has value um he he can bring back a big package that can help you out
0: 100%. and it would
1: it would be the i would hate it i would hate it i would understand it but it would be such a hard pill to swallow because he is given everything in his career to this team
0: literally oh, absolutely. since since absolutely. day one yeah um what if he gets a bridge contract? I think he's referring to Bertuzzi or she's referring to Bertuzzi. I'm not sure. I, I, think he's, that
1: one.
0: I think he's too old for that. I think he's looking to settle now. 28, you oh, said? Yeah. yeah. That's probably my disconnect with Zaka, but great points. Let's see. If we're going to go down this road, I'd move Hall to keep Bertuzzi. Give him the same deal. He's younger, but I love Hall. Mm-hmm. Um could we even afford the long term contract for Bertuzzi? That depends on what it's going to look like. Abby here, odd comment. Who is more dirty in general, Pat Maroon or Michael Bunting? Bunting, Bunting.
1: Yeah, Maroon Pat, is, Pat just, Mar- Mar-
0: is just a tough motherfucker.
1: Yeah, he's just like that gritty guy who who you would love to have him on your team. He's not he's not necessarily dirty. He's just he's annoying. Is really what it is. He will hurt you by
0: accident because he hits you clean, right? So hard.
1: Michael Bunting is just a scumbag.
0: He's a whiny little scumbag. Mark right here, Carlo has no trade protection. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Um, let's see. Carlo's having a solid year. Value could be high. I know he's loved in the room and around the league. Let's not forget, Brandon Carlo is the team's player rep. You also have um, hmm. Mason Luray is a right-handed shot, right? Right-handed D? Um, I believe so. So okay. that that is definitely something to look at because you got Mason Lori, uh, guys like Ryan Master still in the system. Mike Riley. Uh, um, yeah, Mike Riley. No, left side, please. Let's, let's <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah. You later. Um, I feel like the room would kill over if we traded Brad away. Here's That's the other thing too. why.
1: He's a huge culture guy. Everybody on this he... team is though. Right, but he's he's like a foundational piece of that.
0: Right, but if you don't have Krejci, you don't have Mar- uh, Bergeron, like you don't have Felino, like the reason why these guys are who they are and why Brad is so important the way he is, is because of those other three guys. Mm. And if you don't have those other three guys, you are literally turning the page from one core to another. You are the whole purpose it's, is you're trying to get completely younger,
1: and it's a change of the guard because you just, the the younger guys on this team who've experienced the culture that those guys have brought guys like McAvoy, guys well, like
0: Lapshot. So oh, keep that in mind,
1: guys like Debrusque, um, Charlie Coyle, Matt Grizzlick They've all adopted that same culture, so it wouldn't necessarily go away, it would just kind of be like the next, um. Inter- It's like as if, as, as if like you're at a family party and one of your cousins moves away for, he goes to a different state. Like you're missing that piece, but the whole culture is still there. I don't know if that analogy really made sense, but. No,
0: I I get what you're saying. You're catching my drift. Yeah. Who have the uh, Bruins deployed the last couple playoffs to stop. Ovi, Barzal, Ajo, Carlo. He neutralized those guys until he got hurt. But Gruden seems to be helping him stay healthy. Um. The, the back end is really where you're going to look to make some moves. I, I do see yeah. four board being dealt off oh. as another one. Um, you know, four board right there is worth three. Carlo is worth four. So that frees up seven right there. Which,
1: which like we said, but then you got to take away 4.3 from that.
0: Yeah. No, it, it, that's the thing, though, is it adds to what you have. And four boards on the left side. You got Mason Lorai. So, like, now your left side is looking, you know, Grizzlik, Lindholm, um, Zboril, Lorai. Yeah. You know, Lorai, Zboril, whatever. Like, that's how your left side looks. Zboril is showing you he can play both sides. Mm-hmm. So, I do think he is your seventh guy next year. And he's signed at 1.1. 1. 1. You try and have him increase his value and possibly move move him down the road if you can. Um, you know, it. it's, let's see, there is a hard move coming. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That, that's why I mentioned Brad Marchand. It It is a tough call to make. Don't get me wrong.
1: I mean, the, Hey, the Bruins traded off Luchich. I, mean, I don't know if a lot of people saw that coming either.
0: They traded Luch. They traded, I mean, do we need to, they traded Tyler Sagan. They tried
1: yeah, they traded Tyler Sagan.
0: All right? there, they, yeah, they, yeah. I get it. They had other reasons, but they traded Tyler Sagan. Yeah. The guy was the number two pick, and they dealt him away. And They're we ended up with the number one pick. pick. <laughs> Uh question if players are hearing about possible trades, won't that affect their play? This is us. I, I mean, if a player hears about us talking about a possible trade, I will take it.
1: <laughs> yeah, if 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 Marshawn hears this and he gets offended, um, uh, one, I'm sorry, Marshawn. Two, don't listen to me, I'm a clown. And three, we have no basis. We're just playing
0: fantasy GM. GM right now in the middle yeah. of the first fucking round, up to one. <laughs> yeah. Um, First of all, thanks for listening, Brad, if you are. <laughs> Second of all, um, if, if our show is getting that high up, we're doing something right.
1: And third of all, if you are listening, send us over some Martian Milko uh,
0: gear. Oh, yeah, we'll change that tune right away.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll give you a lifetime contract.
0: Uh, with the cap going up mostly in the next two years, for an abridged contract does make sense. Um. He's just he's he's already 28. He's not gonna want yeah. it. That's the
1: thing. Like, a, like a bridge deal makes sense for Debrus because he's, he, I mean, he's what 24 right now, so it'll be 26 or 27 when that deal
0: ends, and then boom, cash in. So Jeremy says, You've already seen it in the first round. Brad has stepped up and been a leader, completely stayed out of the bullshit. You keep him. Um, for this year, has, hold on, who hasn't stayed out of the bullshit? Everybody. Who hasn't? Every coil, Bertuzzi. Like, yeah, you, you've got a couple of match match penalties and stuff, but if you've actually watched some of these other games around the league, this is what the officials are doing. If it's the last five minutes of a game and they think it's going to get out of control, they're just hitting you with the misconduct and saying go to the dressing room. They right. are hitting them out like fucking candy on Halloween in those last three minutes of a game if it gets physical. So I'm not even worried about the misconduct. Yeah, no, I'm not. How how many more years could Marshan play at 34? Well how many more valuable years? Maybe that's the question. And don't forget, he's coming off the double hip surgery. Which is you know
1: what? Okay, now I have this question for you. Who has more value if you're if you are shopping them? And this is all hypothetical. If you're shopping them, who has more value to another team?
0: Hall or Marshall? Marshan. Really? Even if, after coming off surgery? If he's got two cups under his belt. Yeah, because Taylor Hall won't want to be there. Brad Marchand may not want to be there either, but he's more likely at his age to accept the business side of the trade, especially after his best friend retires. Well, This is True. all under the assumption that Bergeron retires. Right. Because if Bergeron comes back, no, you're not dealing off Brad Marchand. Let me put that out there right away. Yeah. Um, DK scores goals, mentions, oh my God, I forgot they traded Luch but I will never forget the Sagan and also Dougie Hamilton. That's another good one that you got to remember. Yeah. Dougie Hamilton. They dealt off Dennis Seidenberg. They dealt, they dealt off Johnny Boychuk. Remember yeah, the not, trade? Yeah, they're not afraid to make moves. I will never forget. I will never forget where I was during that Sagan trade ever. I <laughs> never for the rest of my life. Yeah. Bruins were deciding between Martian and Luce before they sat Brad down and told him to cut the shit. They traded Luce and Brad said that helped to get his head straight and catapult his career. That's true. Yeah, well, also look at the way they play, too. Right. Luch, Luch is... He's not the 30-goal scorer that we want to think he is. He's not. Right. Martian has a much better skill game. And thank God they made that decision. Thank God they chose Martian over Luch. I don't think it was ever a decision for them. I think what they said to him was, we're trading him, we're picking you over him, get your shit together. mm. That's probably how that conversation went. Don't yeah. make this bite us in the ass. Uh, I cried actual tears hearing Sagan got traded.
1: Yeah. I was uh, in the Cape, I was in Cape Cod when they did that
0: <laughs> this year the playing time for top lines were close to third line, correct Marsh and back to third line would make sense. Again, I don't I think we as fans look at it in terms of um, first second third and fourth line. I think the team looks at it as far as it's the it's the Bergeron line, the Krejci line, the Coyle line, the Felino line, like whoever the leader of the line is, the driver of the line, it's their line. Yeah. yeah. You know, or it's the And,
1: and, they, line. and they all have different roles. It's, it's almost like you can't really say we have a first line, second line, third line. It's it's more role role type lines. This from a guy who loved Hanu Toivonen. <laughs> <laughs> Mel, oh, Mel they are called out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mark, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I I, I love them for the name. Nothing else. Like yeah. I wanted them to be good. Don't get me wrong. Uh Jeremy says I'm very upset with the officials kicking people out like that. Kick Bertuzzi and Montour out of game in three with seven minutes left in a three goal game. Seven minutes is enough time to come back. Was bullshit.
1: Is a little weird in playoff time. That's a, that is, is a lot
0: of time left. The the thing with it is they're doing it across the board though. So. Yeah. They're doing it across all the series. I'm not saying I like it. What I'm saying is is I like the consistency of it. The one thing we constantly bitch about when it comes to officiating is what is goaltender interference? What is a goal? What is this? What is that? Because there's no consistency. Like it or not, they're being consistent with this. Period. That's all you can ask for.
1: I I think uh, the officiating in the first round of the playoffs so far has been so – They're 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 squeezing their whistles too. Like I I don't know. They're they're making too many calls.
0: Christopher Briggs, the Ghost Rider, says, "Sup guys, let's go. (laughs) go. (laughs) No trade ever made me as emotional than when the Bruins shipped Craig Rafter Smith out of Boston. I I I don't think that's
1: true. Mel Mel,
0: shut up. (laughs) Consistency is all I ask. Set the precedent and follow it. That that that's what I'm saying. We can't be upset by it." Jeremy, whether you think it's lazy or not, it's consistent. That is the only thing you can look for is consistency because officiating is going to be wrong at times. It's going to be right at times. If you're going to call a ticky tack trip, call it the same in the first period as you would in overtime. Yeah, That's but see, Like if it's ticky tack, it's ticky tack. It, is but, what it see, is. but see, it's the playoffs. They like only
1: I, in my opinion, and You're right, the consistency aspect of it is is the only thing that really matters, but it's the playoffs like put your whistles away. If if something's obvious, make that call. But oh, but sure. like keeping away,
0: a little bit of a different animal, and they should have a little bit more leniency. And, right. and we've seen it when um there there was the, the high stick, we we mentioned it in the Carolina New York game. The yeah. guy swallowed his whistle. It was the right call. Technically, by the book, I guess you could sit there and say, yeah, it's a high stick. It got him up by the face. But you know what? The player's not even looking at his stick. He's trying to skate away. And um, it was Martin Hook. Martin Hook's skating away from the play, holding his stick. If anything, if he were bringing it over his head, which he wasn't, but if he were bringing it over his head, it was so he could skate the other direction. Yeah. And instead, I think it was uh, Mayfield does one of the little, does like a little stick tap underneath it. And it it catches him in his own face. Yes. Yep. Karma's a bitch, ain't it? (laughs) That's what I got to say. I do think the whistles need to be a little looser on the stick stuff. I agree. Again, as long as it's consistent, that's the thing. If the players and coaches know where the line is and they cross it, then you know it's a penalty. It's frustrating when that line moves. Perfectly said. But here's the thing. All right. This this is where I'm going to call you out, DK, right? If the players and coaches know where the line is and they cross it, then you know it's a penalty. It's frustrating when the line moves. Then right here you say, I think the whistles need to be looser on the stick stuff. You're asking them to move the line right now.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. You can't complain that the line is set and then ask them to move the line. The, The official's job is to set the line. And as long as they stay consistent with it, that is all you can ask for. Because then you know, to your point up here, then you know where it is. You know what's acceptable. Don't do what's not acceptable. Then it's on you at that point. Right. I get it. You're asking them to set the precedent looser. But the whole premise of the looser precedent is you want it to be different in the playoffs than it is in the regular season.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So it's a different precedent in the regular season than it is in the playoffs. That's inconsistent. Which is what you're trying to say is mm. I think I think he's saying
1: I'm so, okay. I, I think regular season and playoffs is different. Regular season you can have that you can have that hey, that Mark. that line. But but when playoffs come around, I think the whistle needs to go in the pocket unless it's an egregious penalty. Let
0: let the teams play out the game. Um, they already have four officials on the ice. Are so you advocating for a fifth and sixth official? Like, I, I'm I'm not sure exactly what the point of this is. The the officials can move. I, I, yeah, they I'm just move. I'm just
1: I'm just imagining a ref like in the middle of the slot, just getting
0: peppered with shots <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> like, I, I I don't know. I, I there's no there's no perfect answer because officials are going to yeah. still get things wrong no matter what you add. So all right. you can do. You can be consistently wrong. Just be consistent. Yes, yes, 100%. Because, because you know what? That ticky-tack call, the slash in on the hands, if you know it's going to get called, don't fucking do it. Yeah. I just hate seeing games decided through power plays and,
1: and stuff like that. Like it's These games are way too important to be decided by special teams.
0: DK, Mike's got it. The line drops back in the playoffs and sets a new precedent. But yes. you said right here, two different versions of hockey, right? right? So set set that line for regular season, and set a different line for playoffs and follow so, it. So two different rule books. Yes. Literally two different rule books. You not two different rule books, well, but you would no you, you, because you been but regular arguing to the ridiculous, it's 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 absolutely ridiculous. Having two different sets of rules,
1: yes. See, I, I, I disagree to the point because I think playoffs. Playoffs are so different because every single thing matters. So like I'm saying, the the line should be set for playoffs where the whistles are away unless it's unless it's an obvious trip, it's it's a cheap shot, it's a hit to the head, it's it's any egregious penalty like that. But playoffs come around, set the line, be consistent with the line, but don't call these ticky-tacky little trips yes. or like things like that.
0: Yes, and, and and don't get me wrong. I'm agreeing with you. All right, right, right. right, right. You can agree with this. It's ridiculous. You as yes. long as you can agree to that, right. then we're on the same page. Yes. The point being, though, is is the consistency is all you can ask for out of officials. True. They've they, and they've
1: consistently been calling ticky tack stuff. So and they are consistent. They exactly. are consistent. <laughs>
0: Uh, remember, a lot of young guys refing these days are figuring it out, all right. Um, okay, Crachy and Bergeron should get one more game off, yes. Agree, rules in the regular season is the issue. Yeah, that's a different argument, and I agree. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> so, um, oh boy. We we got off on a tangent on the officials, and I don't even know Yeah, why. We, yeah we did. <laughs> I, I'm still looking at all the all the contracts and everything, and I'm like, what the fuck were we talking about before the officials ran? <laughs> and I'm like, I know we were talking about trading Brad Marchand and all this stuff. So uh, Mark says, first Saturday in the next round, we need to get together somewhere. Need to hang out with my favorite Bruins peeps. Hey,
1: either at Funky Murphy's or, or in my barn. We have the projector set up. I'm sure you saw it last night.
0: <laughs> it's a great time uh, are you volunteering the barn already? <laughs> I might, I might I might be <laughs> There you go Mark you heard it and and it'll be recorded and it'll be yeah. out there so yeah. we we've, we've got a we've got a spot uh so going into game three game five sorry we're up three one going into yeah. game five. Let's see Jason jumps in. Hey boys, how do you feel about Krejci getting additional testing? Don't feel great about him coming back. Mark, can I smoke there?
1: Oh my god, you should have seen it last night. I could barely see the screen.
0: So that's a yes. yes. That's a yes. (laughs) Um, How do you feel about Krejci getting additional testing? Here's my thought on Krejci coming back. Let him rest. Let him rest. I agree. Let him let him get to be as close. to when, when he comes to you and says, I can go, then put him back in. I think
1: you need both of them for round two. You need them in the lineup against Tampa or Toronto. You need them in there. At least one of them. And I would prefer it to be Bergeron.
0: Based on how the lineup's been playing, I don't think you need him against Toronto. What about Tampa? If you're facing Tampa, I really don't think you will be. But if mm-hmm. you're facing Tampa, having Bergeron would be more important.
1: Agreed. Okay, I can agree with that. I also think it's going to be Toronto.
0: So, But here's the thing, though. The reason why I say that is because playing against Tampa Bay, having Bergeron in there allows you to have Bergeron, Marchand, DeBrusque, Zaka, Bertuzzi, Pasta as your top mm-hmm. six,
2: mm-hmm.
0: even without Krejci. Yep. And then what you're seeing from your bottom six, Hall, you can go back to Hall, Coyle, Frederick, and you can have – honestly, against Tampa, I would probably look to go Lauko, Noshik, Hathaway. Because I don't yeah. think those games can keep up with the talent level um, that Tampa has. I think Lauko, oh, my God, that guy's skating.
1: Holy speed. He's so good. He he is the perfect third to fourth line winger. Perfect right hey, now yeah. where his game is at in his energy level and what he brings every single night on a consistent basis. He, I think he needs to be in this lineup for the rest of the playoffs. I don't, I don't
0: care. Like I, I think he needs to be in that spot. Uh DK. Hey, we're agreeing. Rest of <laughs> <laughs> BYOB for the barn. Good to know. Uh, We almost got a Billy Smith goal. Let's fucking go. I think we're doing the barn thing, apparently. Oh, God. (laughs) Just be careful, guys. When smoking in the barn, you will have a barn burner. Mm. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, God.
1: I need to get more chairs.
0: (laughs) uh, Does the post office pay well enough for
1: chairs? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. With the amount of overtime I get, yeah.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> uh, so, I, we've, we've been going for about an hour and 20. Unless uh, mm, other sort of people got a bunch more comments that are questions they want to throw at us. I'm all for it. Um, game five. Well, hold on. I'm, I'm, I made the comment that keep, keep and Krejci out as long as we need to. This round was met with ridicule that I shouldn't count my chickens, etc. Um, I'm... I I don't know who was ridiculing you for it. Um, The only reason why I could see why it would be met with ridicule and no accusation here on on my part, if the reasoning is simply you don't need them, that's a very weak argument. And and I'm not saying that was your argument. Don't get me wrong. But I, I have seen people make that argument of, look what you've done without them, you don't need them. No, no, no. The argument is, Let them get to be 100%. You need them next round. Mm -hmm. You've been okay without them. And it's the same thing when it comes to Hallmark. You need him more next round, especially if you're playing against Toronto. So Toronto, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I don't know why you'd be catching shit for that one. Um, Definitely with you on that one. So yeah. I know someone mentioned that Tampa was up in the in in the in the game tonight, up 2-0. Are they? It's like end of the first. So the reason why I'm not as worried about it right now is, did anybody see the Edmonton game last night? Yes, they that game was. 3-0 in the first. Yeah, that game was crazy. They, out they tied it up. It's still the first period. If they're up 2-0 with two minutes left, then I'll, I'll worry about it. But even still. Uh, Jason, they need to finish the Panthers off Wednesday. Need to maximize rest. Pray Toronto goes seven. Again, I've got it going six for Toronto. Um, I, I, I just don't think Tampa has it enough. Um, I, I don't know though. It, it's going to be close.
1: It is. They're gonna, it they're is.
0: Gonna beat the shit out of each other doing it. That's the best part, and and here's here's the thing too with with Toronto, if it goes, uh let's see, they got one, two, three. So this is what game force tonight. So let's say they drop it and it's even. Next game is their last game without Bunting. Bunting comes back after his suspension. Yep. And what I can see happening at that point is Tampa's going to headhunt bunting and they're going to bite themselves in the foot. And Toronto will capitalize on the power play. Tampa dominated the first. Okay. So did LA yesterday. Like we were dominated yesterday in the first two. Like it it happens. There's still 40 more minutes. I'm not, I'm not saying they will win tonight. But there's still a lot of series left. Yeah. Uh, that is always a questionable thing, finishing up early What other series go longer. Absolutely. Uh, Beth, round two, you need, two, you're, you need your top centers. I,
1: I agree.
0: 100%. So here's the question. Who would you rather face, Tampa or Toronto?
1: Toronto. Well, I have many reasons why it's Toronto.
0: Oh, same. And they're probably
1: all the same. <laughs> yeah. All right. So... Number one, you don't have to face an elite goalie in Andre Vasilevsky, who's been there and done that many times in his career. That's one reason. Two, um, you're you're with Toronto, you're not you're not facing vets like Stamkos. I would consider Kucherov a vet. Hedman,
0: uh Sir no, Mack, you know, he's, he's back. Ari and Ryan O'Reilly,
1: right, and, and Austin Matthews, who hasn't had the best season yeah. that he's had and also the probably the biggest part we've owned Toronto for the past decade the drama of the series would be insane Toronto finally gets past the first round and who do they have to play their old demon the Boston Bruins who just had the best
0: regular season in NHL history like like just the drama aspect of it I love <laughs> And I know the funny thing is, is the game Mark was at. I think it was game two. Someone, someone was blaming the crowd for poor chanting. If we face yeah. Toronto, can we, can we do just one thanks for Tuca chant? <laughs> yeah, we should. Oh just, my god, like, like that would just be hilarious. Just to see how the the fan base reacts to that one. Um, Jason says they're two time champs. They're not going to get rattled and go head hunting. They know how to win. Yes, but they're also exhausted. Yeah. They are also exhausted. And it, it at the end of the day, exhaustion is a thing. Also, same same thing. I mean, Michael Bunting against us,
1: you know he would lose his cool at so many moments, and he would do something stupid. It's it's, it's like Nazem Kadri
0: 2.0. This is the Jason Brennan I know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. They were bl- they were blaming Bon Jovi.
1: Yeah, like what is wrong?
0: People need to relax, bitching yeah, about the was. crowd. I agree, Mark. And bitching about the crowd and not the product on the ice was an awful thing, especially with that <laughs> with that product on the ice. Mark,
1: Mark, is that a, did that feel like a personal attack against you?
0: <laughs> no, no, I, I don't think so. <laughs> um, oh, that was <laughs> he's the one that was, uh, I guess, complaining about the crowd. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, oh uh, no, I, 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 no. It was just I an. Say, as Mark said it was just a thing.
1: I will say doing the wave is not a good look. Let's stop the wave. I, that's not a good look.
0: No, save that for Fenway. Like yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The sport that no one's
0: watching. Right, right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, obviously, we're all on the same page. It sounds like that we want to face Toronto over yep. Tampa. Um, and then on the other side of the bracket, you've got uh, Carolina. <laughs> The Islanders, Carolina now doesn't even have Tebu Taravainen because of the broken hand. No Svechnikov, no Pacioretty. Uh, who do you want to see come out of that bracket? Mm,
1: who do I want to see come out or who do I think is going to come out?
0: How? Well, just those series in general. Devils, Rangers, Carolina, New York. It's probably going to
1: be Carolina's. Probably going to beat the Islanders. Rangers, I say, are going to beat the Devils, and then I think the Rangers beat Carolina and go to the Eastern Conference Final.
0: So you think it'll end up being Boston, New York, in the in the Eastern Conference Final?
1: Yep, and I think that series goes seven.
0: There you go. There you go. I'll take that. Um, imagine that matchup, though.
1: I know. I know.
0: That that would be awesome the Patrick Kane rematch. Yep. Igor go- Shurgan versus, versus Lena Walmart. Walmart. The last two Vesna winners. Yep. Oh man. Pa-
1: Pasta dude, Pasta versus Panarin, Adam Fox versus McAvoy. I mean, come on.
0: Oh, that would be a hell of a series. A hell of a series. a hell of a series. So Yeah. Oh man. And then on the west. All right, we'll we'll touch on the west real quick. Uh the Golden Knights and the Jets golden knights are up to one in the series how do you see that one going
1: the jets are playing them tough actually but i still have the knights coming out
0: yeah the the josh morrissey injury solidified that one for me Yep, yeah
1: yep, I really exactly
0: like coming into the series i i was looking at it going i can see winnipeg pulling it out in seven yep but now i i really just think it's gonna go like six i think winnipeg i think hella will steal them one more It'll probably go six, but that that is gonna crush them. Mark agrees. Bruins, Rangers, Eastern Conference Finals. I, I based on the Tevu an injury, I, I can't disagree with that. Um, that that's kind of where my mind is at as well. Um, yeah. Wild and Stars tied at two. How do you? How who do you want to see come out of that one? Um, I would rather – honestly,
1: I would rather see Minnesota come out, but I, I – I actually – I think it's going to be Dallas, but it's going to be close. Minnesota's good, dude, but but Dallas has a little more. Game. Yes, but Rock. Dallas has that little extra offensive firepower that Minnesota
0: doesn't have, just a little bit. It's tied, though, and Minnesota – all their injuries. That's the part that gets it for me. Like, and, and and no, they're not even playing Marc-Andre Fleury right now. Like, and, and he More. sucked the other day.
1: Gustafson. Gustafson looks
0: good. Looks Gustafson looks so good. good. Yeah. But then you got Ottinger on Dallas anyway. So, I mean, it's, it's like, I know, but if, if Minnesota can get healthy, I could see them taking it in seven.
1: Me too. Me too. Minnesota is very underrated. So is LA. LA is underrated too. Yeah.
0: Yep. Uh, Wild are this year, are built for the yes. playoffs this year. Beverly asking, who do you think comes out of the West? That's that's what we're digging into right now, actually. Um, L.A., man. I got them taking that one in seven. You got L.A.? I'm taking L.A. in seven in that one. Wow. See, you can't go against McDavid, though.
1: And Dreisaitl and Matthias Ekholm looks good, too. But here's Dar- the thing, though. Darnell Nurse does not. They've shut down McDavid. I know. I know. It's crazy. They've shut down Connor McDavid. And Drew Doughty looks like he's back in his prime too. He Imagine, okay, imagine Anze Kopitar versus Patrice Bergeron for the Cup final.
0: Oh man. I know. <laughs> Think about it. They they scored six goals or sorry, five goals in an OT game yesterday. All right, Hyman, Kane, Dreisaitl twice, and Bouchard. And let's see, McDavid got one assist, two assists. I don't think – has McDavid even scored a goal in the postseason? I don't think so. Goals. Now I got to check because I don't think he has. I think he's only got assists. Like, like, think about that. Think about that accomplishment. McDavid has two goals, six points, wow. two goals, four assists, and he's on the ice for twenty-five minutes. Look, I wouldn't be surprised if LA come
1: came out of that series, but it's. But how do you how like I can't go against McDavid and alone you can't like it's until it's, they actually lose
0: so here's the thing this series went 7 last year yeah barely squeaked it out both teams are better this year than they were last year but to a- advance their goaltending Edmonton went out and they got Stuart Skinner who was already in the organization right and Jack Campbell right LA went out and they added Gavrikov And Jonas Carbassalo, he's so good. He's so good. And they, so when we're we're talking about the Bruins making decisions that are tough, the LA Kings just shipped off Jonathan Quick. They said, "Thank you so much. See you later." Yeah, like that's a tough decision for him. All right, it's working working for him though. Mark says he's got to get going. Need to take the dog out to drop a good shot. (laughs) <laughs> LA with their new goalie is the reason. Yeah, no, Cor- Corp- <laughs> was the right pickup for them. And and the thing is, is they were in on Jacob Chikrin and Vamelka. They could have had that combination instead. Uh, Jason says Oilers in seven. Jeremy, I'm on LA. Mark, I'm a Kings fan as well and loving Mike right now. What did uh, I do? <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> Is two. Points. Okay, so he scored twice on the power play. So five on five, they have shut down the best player in the world. Yes. Now I want to say,
1: McDavid uh, Mark, yeah. two Mark, more.
0: Games.
1: Mark, I love you too. Um, but LA LA's not going to be able to shut down McDavid for the entire series. He's going to have one game where he pops off for like f- fucking five points. They only got to shut him down two more times. That's no. the thing. I know. Well, the thing is like Edmonton was my pick to come out of the West, but if they lose first round, then I, th- I think whoever wins this series comes out of the West. That's if my, LA, that's my thing.
0: If LA comes out of that series. That is the biggest upset of the first round. Do you agree with that
1: for the Western conference? Yes.
0: Would it be the biggest upset in the first round overall?
1: Uh, mm, no, I don't think so. Cause LA is good. LA is a good team. I think it would be more of an upset upset if like the Islanders beat out Carolina or or um, uh, what's that other series? I I wouldn't say Devils beating the. Raiders. I'm the one who picked
0: the Mike. I'm the one Mark. I'm the one who picked the Kings in the series.
1: <laughs> yeah, Mark. I said Edmonton. <laughs> Is he really listening? Is he really listening? <laughs> I don't know. He's probably taking the dog out. No,
0: I've got the Kings in seven. I, I just, I, you know, offense wins games, defense wins championships, and you're seeing the defense right now, step up. Uh, ooh, this is a good one. Seattle might be an upset. Ooh, I took Seattle, so I hope, th- I hope so. Colorado leads two to one right now. They play again tonight in a little over an hour, in twenty minutes or so, for game four. Um, you picked Seattle in this one, did you?
1: I did. I did.
0: Yep, Kings didn't have their last last playoffs, and and yep. then still win seven. So Drew Doughty is going to be a, a difference maker in the series. Porpasalo, Gavrikov, Kopitar, these guys, and they went out and they got um, what's his name from from the Wild, Kevin Fiala. Uh, Fiala, yeah, Fiala's good. He's hurt Fiala. right now, and he's hurt right now. I'm pretty sure. And if they can get past the first round without them, holy shit.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. Uh,
0: back to the Seattle, Colorado one, though. I've got Colorado in seven. Mm. I just, I think they can hold them off. I think, C- or sorry, six in six. Yeah. I think, I think, Col- I think Seattle will be able to steal one more. Just, and, and honestly, it could even be tonight. Yeah. But I just, I don't see them coming out of this one. Um, Later, boys love this program every week. Both are valued assets here at the B. Oh, thank you, Mark. Have Thanks, fun, Mark. With you. and uh, you have a great night. We'll we'll see you again soon. We will definitely have to figure out the BYOB party over at the barn. So, <laughs> the um, Fiala came back last game. I knew he was coming back soon. I just I didn't. like Game starts at ten o'clock. I mean, <laughs> sometimes you're just out of it by then. You don't remember very much. No. Um it, it, it sounded right. I, I knew he was coming back soon. Um, and, yeah, he'll have a huge impact on the series, rest of the way. Yeah. Um, the Kings got so much better over last year's Kings team. Edmonton is better, but not as drastically. And that's why I'm going L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, Colorado is still going to do Colorado things, but they're going to have a tough second round. Yeah, I don't I don't see the Avalanche getting past the second round.
1: I mean, the West is so wide open though.
0: I don't, I don't know. I don't mm, I cuz you're going to have Vegas, at least in my opinion, you're going to have Vegas, Colorado, probably Minnesota and LA advance through. Although I the Minnesota one is the one that I I flip a coin on. Like I really do. Um yeah. I just, I was not expecting Minnesota to be this good with the injuries that they have. And that's why I'm favoring them right now in my head. But Dallas is still doing Dallas things. You know, they lost Pavelski, and the very next thing you see is Tyler Sagan in front of the net, tipping the puck in, like filling in the, the Pavelski role. So, like, you know, I, if yeah, they.
1: Well, yeah, true. Back, Pavelski yeah, did get knocked. Man.
0: If they can get Pavelski back, this series is theirs. 100%. What did you think? What did you think about that hit? I, I have to look at it again. I remember looking at it going, I. It definitely a, a rough hit for sure. Yeah. Um. I, th- I think it was clean, though. I think so. I, yeah, I, I, think, it, overall, I think it was just an unfortunate incident. Like, yes. Bunting was a dirty ass fucking hit. That, yeah, one, that was that was, was gross. Weird. That was dirty. See the chicken wing, like you can see it. You yeah. know, same thing with the Noscheck one. It was not dirty. It was it was an unfortunate hit that you know sometimes you just can't stop the hit. Right. And I think that's what we saw with the hit on Pavelski. It sucks yeah. for Dallas for sure.
1: And it's it's it it was a clean hit. It just had the worst possible outcome, which unfortunately <laughs> for Pavelski's had a history of head injuries, so you know
0: and you know what if if they can if they can take a game without another game without pavelski they can, they should continue to sit him yeah let him yeah. Fully recover cuz they'll need him more in the second round anyway yeah if they, feel like they can take the series without him they should uh if it if it if they fall behind though they need to do what they can to get him back in the lineup because he's he definitely helps secure that series for them um mm-hmm. uh, I just I, I look at Dallas and I go, I still think they're learning how to win.
1: Yeah. It's that's that's the same way I look at the Devils. That's why I had the Rangers over the Devils, just because they're oh, right okay. now this is them gaining experience. But the Rangers have all that experience. So Kane. who are
0: your final two in the West?
1: Edmonton and uh Edmonton and maybe Colorado. Oh, unless are they are they in that same bracket? On that same side, I have to look at the bracket. Hang on.
0: That's it. going to Look at the bracket too. Um, yeah,
1: give me one second.
0: Um, but I, am pretty sure, just based off of how it lays out. Um, let's see, Vegas. Oh. So no, who did you say?
1: It wouldn't. It couldn't be Edmonton and Colorado.
0: Um, uh, yes, it could. Edmonton can come out against L.A., and then they they would play the winner of the Winnipeg-Vegas series.
1: Oh, okay. All right, then, yeah, I'll say Edmonton-Colorado. Oh, man.
0: See, I look at – like, I wish Pavelski wasn't hurt. I know. (laughs) Because without Pavelski, I look at the Dallas Stars and I go, this is their series to lose. Yeah. I can can see Minnesota taking it, though, without Pavelski going – and then Minnesota, Colorado, L.A., Vegas. I'm going to give L.A. the edge in that one.
1: Yep, I would too.
0: And so I would take L.A. Uh, that's tough. Colorado, Minnesota. See, this is what I mean by the West being wide
1: open. It's like the, all the teams, like they're pretty evenly matched. I'd go Minnesota.
0: Would you? Minnesota, yeah it'd be a close series, but Minnesota and LA and oh LA would have to come out of that one. So probably, I think LA, like you look at LA's path to the cup and it's going to be three, seven game series.
1: Yeah. Oh, you yeah.
0: look at, you look at Minnesota's and they would have three, seven game series. Very
1: similar to the Bruins in 2011. Go, exactly. through, that, go through that gauntlet.
0: And what matchup did we never see during the Kings dynasty with the Chicago Blackhawks dynasty mixed in? We never saw Boston match up against the LA. Never, game. no, never, never. So Ooh. that that I mean, don't get me wrong. The storylines for a Boston Vegas matchup would be fire.
1: Yeah, I see Bruins but, LA more
0: though. I do. Hundred yeah. percent. Interesting. 100%. Um, I would love to see that All right, so Beverly says if Krejci doesn't come back for the second round do you think the Bruins have enough depth to get past Tampa Bay of Toronto if it's Krejci out yes
1: I think it would go seven you'd probably see like one or two games and you'd get it would be obvious that you're missing that, that center depth but I, I think they still, get, they still get passed
0: Toronto just scored See, that's, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm not overly worried about a two-goal deficit going into the second period just yet. Yeah, um,
1: Noah uh, Chari
0: no just scored. Big thing for Vegas is their suspect goal pending. Yeah, um, that's a problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is that is a big problem. Uh, Laurent Brassois is playing well for him. Aiden Hill, they need him to come back. Um, Who was the other one that they had all year? or most of the regular season, the rookie there, uh, Logan Thompson.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: If they can get Aiden Hill or Logan Thompson back, I have a lot more confidence in their goaltending. I just I don't remember what their injury situation is. And Laurent Bressois is good. He can get them past the first round, maybe. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the the Jets are playing with a fire under their ass. I think they know this is a last hurrah for them, which is something that you're seeing out of Toronto as well. Coming into this, I I picked Winnipeg in seven, and it's not out of the realm. It's not.
1: I mean, they have Carter Hellebuck. You can never count out a, a elite goalie stealing the problem a series. With
0: me right now is the Josh Morris injury. I keep that. Back that.
1: Yeah, that, I think that was the nail in the coffin for them.
0: So I, th- I think so. I don't know. I think I'm going to have the the Kings. The Kings coming out of the West for me. I I. I don't know I, it's, it''s it's tough but you said the West is wide open. I mean the East you can make the same case is it, just as it's just as tough Hill, Hill is back yeah he's he's still a number two like you're you're looking at the same situation with Aiden Hill Laurent Brassois and um, and Logan Thompson you know and, and that whole situation. It's a very, it, it runs very parallel to um, uh, Auntie Ranta, Piotr Kochetkov, and uh, who's the other one there in uh, uh, Freddie Anderson yeah. in yeah. Carolina. Like, none of them are bad. None of them are bad. It's just, you can beat Ranta, you can beat Anderson. Kochekov, I think, is the better of the three, and we have yet to see him. Yeah,
1: I think so too. I thought we, me and you, were on the same page. We both thought thought that uh, Carolina was going to go with him to start the series. And and if they end up facing the Rangers next
0: series, I think you will see
1: him. Yeah, I think
0: yeah.
1: you will. They, he's, they, he's, he's earned it.
0: Either that, or they're just hoping because he's here's their only goaltender signed for next season too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> At a certain point, you got to go, kid. Let's see what you got. Go, we're yeah. riding you. But you're up three one, so it doesn't really matter. Um, next man up for jets has to happen. Absolutely. But that's like us. Oh man. I can't even say that's like us losing McAvoy because you still got Carlo and Lindholm and Orloff all right behind them. True. They don't have that. No, that's the thing. Like that, that's the big thing. That's like, um, it's more like what Tampa was facing, losing Victor Hedman. Like, yeah, Cernak is there. But he's just not – it's not the same. It, it just throws everything else out of whack.
1: Yeah. They don't have the depth.
0: Anyways, uh, hour and 45 minutes to change. Any <laughs> final thoughts here? We can uh, let people gain their evening back. we got some great games going on right now and a couple more popping up in about a half hour and a little over an hour. So any My- final thoughts?
1: My final thought is that <laughs> before we started the show, we we both said, "Yeah, we're kind of due for a for a oh, short episode."
0: <laughs> I know, right? Uh,
1: <laughs> I don't I don't mind it. I don't mind it at all. We, I mean, as long as I, we have stuff to talk about, then then why not talk about well, it?
0: Well, I mean, that's the thing. You and I can do this all fucking night. I mean, we could jump right back into trading Brad Martian conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I mean, gonna have uh, nightmares
1: about that tonight.
0: Oh man, it's. It's going to be interesting. We will have plenty of more episodes where we talk about next season. But yep. right now, just enjoy the moment. You're up 3-1. The next game is home at the Garden. Fucking sit back and enjoy it.
1: Yep.
0: Yep. 100%. I, sorry, Brad. You know what? J There's Brad, an argument oh made for it. There is. That's Not yet. My, Not yet. That, that's my only point. All right? Yeah. Yeah. There's an argument to be made for it when the time comes. It's the same thing that we were talking about when people were saying trade Jeremy Swayman. Right, There's a time right. and a place for it. We're not there yet.
1: No, we're not. No. And we're not advocating for it. We're just saying it's a potential. No one advocated to trade Milan
0: Lucic either. Right, right. No exactly. one to trade Johnny Boychuk For Martin <laughs> Jones. <laughs> oh, and then flip him. My. Martin Jones. <laughs> man that was a disaster that we were saved from but yeah <laughs> yeah the Bru- bruin legend martin jones oh man bruin legend uh who else we got on that list uh, you said that because you're looking at ending the show so <laughs> I, again we'll we'll come back to the trade brad conversation because there's there's a case for it all right There is, there is not right
1: now. I don't want to think about it, but it's, it's something for the off season that, that absolutely wouldn't wouldn't shock me, but I'd be sad about it.
0: But as I was saying, go enjoy the the hockey tonight. There's more games tomorrow. Enjoy the games that you don't have a rooting interest in because the bees play again on Wednesday, hopefully put the series behind them and uh, keep an eye on that Matt Kachuk. Let's see what we have to come out against them for next season. So uh, that's it for us for tonight. Thanks, everybody, for watching, tuning in. And uh, we'll be here again next week here on What's Brewing, brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, as you can see right above me here. Again, go to FanDuel.com slash Boston to collect your $200 sign-on bonus. We are What's Brewing here on the Black and Gold Hockey Podcast Network. Have a great night. Go enjoy some hockey. Go Bees!
1: Go Bees, baby. Let's roll.